to say or to speak in some dialects was kusema, kusema. Kusema. You are saying, or in some dialects, you are speaking, you speak. Unasema. Unasema. Why are you speaking? For what are you speaking? Kwanini unasema. Kwanini unasema. What was Swahili in Swahili? Kiswahili. Kiswahili. So, ku we have for verbs. No, ki is a little sound that means something like language of, in this case, Kiswahili. Language of Swahili, language of the coasts. No? Why do you speak Swahili? How comes you speak Swahili? Kwanini unasema Kiswahili. Good. Kwanini unasema Kiswahili. China was Uchina. You could also just hear China. How would we say Chinese? Kichina. Kichina. How comes he speaks Chinese? Why does he speak Chinese? Kwanini anasema kichina. Kwanini anasema kichina. What was the word for for? Kwa. Kwa. To say in Swahili, you say kwa kiswahili. In Chinese, you say kwa kichina. In English? Kwa kingereza. Kwa kingereza. Very good. So kwa here probably means by, actually, by Swahili, by English, because this is the way Arabic does it. In Arabic, you say by English, no? So maybe this is a habit from there. So we've seen kwa as by as in kwa basi, by bus, kwa sababu, by cause, because. So again, kwa is by, kwa kiswahili, by Swahili, in Swahili. What was to come? Kuja. And to know? Kujua. So, kujua, kujua is to know or to know how. So, if we follow that by a two form, like, do you know how to speak? Then we don't need that how. We have kujua, which is to know or to know how, and then to speak. Do you know how to speak English? Unajua kusema kingereza. Good. Unajua kusema kingereza. And as I mentioned before, uh, kusema will sound quite strange for to speak in some dialects of Swahili, where kuangea would be preferred for to speak. Although kusema is always to, to say, no? So using kuangea, how would you say I speak Swahili? Nina ongea. Nina ongea kiswahili. Nina ongea kiswahili. Nina ongea kiswahili. I'm, I'm mentioning some differences between the dialects, and sometimes this might uh, frighten some learners, you know, like, oh, does this mean I need to memorize all the differences in the dialects? And no, of course not. Even native speakers are very surprised to find differences in different dialects of their own language and things that sound very strange to them. So just listen, and when you notice people around you using a different verb to you, then change and pick it up. Pick up the verb they are using, no? Maybe this is a mistake that you correct through your listening, or maybe this is just a dialectal preference that you are using that is different somewhere else, and you can always just kind of adjust your speech to mirror what you hear around you. What was at Aisha's place? Um, Kwa Aisha. Kwa Aisha. And this name means life, Aisha. And we can get the word for life from Aisha. Maisha. Maisha. Swahili put an M on it to get the meaning life on this Arabic word. So just how verbs in their standard form in Swahili 
begin with a KU, no, kula, kulala, kusafiri, nouns, words we put the or a in front of, in English at least, no, because we don't have these words in Swahili, the town, the life, the restaurant, also tend to start in one of a few ways. Like with an M, for example, we saw umji, maisha, umkahawa, no, the coffee place, the restaurant. We have these nouns starting M. Or with ki, we've seen nouns starting ki, ki, like the word for thing. Kitu. Kitu. Or like languages, Chinese. Kichina. Kichina. What was to love? Kucheka. Kucheka. So this is a verb and it starts with ku. But we also have the noun, a laugh or laughter. Kicheko. 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 So we notice, we can notice that nouns, words we can put the or a in front of in English mostly, the life, the coffee, the thing, tend to start in one of a few ways in Swahili, like with an M, umji, umkahawa, or like with a ki, kitu, kicheko. The word for book, or a book, or the book, is kitabu, kitabu. Kitabu. So when we come across a new noun, we can check if it begins with something familiar to us. No? So we, we come across this new noun, we look up in the dictionary book, we find kitabu, and we go, oh, another one starting ki. No? And we just process the vocabulary that we come across in this way, which is very helpful for our memory. Again, we're not trying to memorize, just noticing. Kitabu, oh, a ki one. Okay. How is he or she wants? Anataka. Anataka. She wants the book. Anataka. Kitabu. Anataka kitabu. And kitabu is spelled K-I-T-A-B-U. They want is wanataka. 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 So what is the sound for they? Wa. Wa. They is the plural of he and she. That's not very obvious in English because he and she look so different to they. But if you think to he's is they, to she's is they. So they is the plural of he or she, which is why a and wa sound so similar. So we get a for he or she and wa for they. So they in the present is? Uh, wana. Wana. And in the future? Wata. Wata. They want the book. Um, wanataka kitabu. Wanataka kitabu. They will want the book. Watataka kitabu. Watataka kitabu. They want coffee. Wanataka kahawa. Wanataka kahawa. Coffee is a noun. No, we can have the coffee or a coffee. Does it start with something familiar to us? Kahawa. Um, Not familiar with <laughs> us. No, we were seeing a key. So this one doesn't. But what was restaurant? Mkahawa. Mkahawa. And this one is familiar to us. No, this beginning. What other nouns start like this? Mm -hmm. No, another place starting mm. We said that mm kahawa is like the place of coffee. No? Mm a town or a city. Very good.